Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Yes, I am your husband. <laughs> I am your other host. And I don't know if I like how you said that. <gasps> yes. No, I'm I, your husband. Like, you're so resigned to the fact that you're my husband. Well, like, that's I, so rude. My first thoughts over the past several weeks have been... Uh, updating whatever ailments I've had or, you know, like, whatever else is going on. So right now I'm like, everything's okay. So, like, I was breathing in to, like, prepare to, like, vent. Like, you know, here's the status of the mullets. But I'm like, we're good. But that's not good for first thoughts. So I just repeated what you said because I had nothing else. It was a yes-anded you, essentially. Yes. And today's show but has But if you begun. were an actually good improviser... Whatever you yes and would actually add value. Hey, Glass House. Nice to meet you. You never got me I'm socks. I'm a rock. You never got me socks. I didn't get you socks. Can you please get me some socks? We're recording. You, you, you can't record with cold feet? I'm going to touch it. Um, so we're married. <laughs> I, was and coming, I was trying to think of a cold feet joke. Yeah, we're married and uh, we watch movies. And we have a podcast, so we kind of... We've uh, been doing this for, for a almost long time. three years. Coming up on our three-year anniversary. How many different anniversaries do we have? So we have I'm going to throw up. We have over ten years that we've been together. We have over four years now that we've been married. Three years for the podcast. Six months that we've had a baby. Six months uh, from... Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. We're recording this on May 23rd. We watched the movie. We celebrated Jillian's six-month... Six months on this planet by watching Ernest Saves Christmas yesterday. So She's we, never going to forgive us. So we apologize to the future for wasting another one <laughs> because we've ruined her early. Um, yeah, should we, we, she got her shots. Poor little thing. I had pink eye. Now she has like minor pink eye. She doesn't, I'm still convinced she doesn't have pink eye. We're just going to say she doesn't. I think she did. I think she's fine. She had an irritated eye. Yeah, she had a pissed off eye. Let's call it that. Jillian had a pissed off eye. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Samantha went over what the podcast was. It's normally, it's normally the time of the podcast where I do that kind of thing. So you're going to just try to repeat it and then again. Roll. I mean, I can do it better than you did, obviously. What we do here every single week on Mary with Movies is we review the most recent film that we've watched. You totally <laughs> fucked that up. You totally fucked that up. So as, let me do it better. As soon as so it, let me do it better. As soon as I start talking, like, I forgot what I normally say. You totally fucked up, so now it's my turn. That's how I ended up being the one who intros the show. No. Because you did such no, a poor you, job. you intro the show, and then I take over everything else. Well, cause because I'm lazy. You, I you can need, do yeah, it. You need, to, you need to be more involved in this. I need to be more involved in yeah, this? Yes. Okay, <laughs> let me add it to my to-do list. Yeah, I mean, you don't have anything to do. You, you know, it's fine. 
I'm the one that's gotten up and taken care of the baby the past couple nights out here on the couch. I'm the one that folded all that laundry over there. That elephant in that box terrified me because of the way that towel is and those shoes are. I thought there was a little midget person standing over in the corner. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So in, in the corner, in the corner by the front door is Jillian's toy box. Currently sticking outside of the top corner of the toy box is Floppy. to Floppy the Elephant. This is what I talk about in my life now, is Floppy the Elephant. Flappy, Flappy. Flappy, fla- Flappy, Floppy, Floopy, Flippy, and Flippy. The whole fucking Floppy family. Um, his head, this elephant's head, is sticking out of the top of the box. There's also a burp cloth or some kind of a blanket, like, draped over the side. And then Samantha's sandals are at the bottom. So if, like, you turn real quick, it looks like... Fucking no, Hooter from Captain EO. No, it, it looks like Hooter from Captain like EO. The fucking weird elephant fuck <laughs> that like sprays. Hooter! Yeah, that, that doesn't get Captain EO. Hey, if you have any Hooter merchandise that's not the Please. owls, we want it. Your boy needs some Hooter. <laughs> um, I'll gear chillers. But uh. <laughs> um, well, the corner of my eye got distracted because there was a little midget hooter in the uh-huh. in the house. So what but, we do here every week... <laughs> we bullshit for ten minutes and then finally is... run out of things to talk about and <laughs> talk about the movie. Um, yeah, nothing else since last week. No, but you have to actually say what we do here. What we do here every week... You, you did go over it earlier. No, I didn't. Oh, we randomly watch a movie from our massive <laughs> movie collection that's either drawn out of the box like it was this week or nominated back and forth. Um, this week was a random selection. Um, and with much controversy attached to it, which we'll get to, which we should get to here in just a minute. Um, but yeah, nothing else really. We also kind of summarize our lives during this, which this has been a good summary. At the Disney World for the first time with the baby. Um, which You're was... not doing that shit again, nope, I'll I, tell you what. Fucking hot I, as balls. I, I first went to Disney and when I, I was six trains. years old. We took her when she was six months. Yeah. And we literally, because we were supposed to get there at four, I think we got there at six. Yes. Uh, we went with another family that has a baby. The Reals. The Reals. That you've heard on the podcast, hopefully, before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's fucking, we, did the, we got as far as the Carousel of Progress. Really, is what, how far we got. That's the only thing we did. It was Carousel of Progress. Well, no. And I the mean, fireworks. The whole reason why we went and we, is and we saw Mickey. because we had fast passes for the babies to meet Mickey. So we did that. And I don't think that they knew what was happening. Mm. Jillian had this real confused look on her face, like... She's like, who's this weird Jewish man? <laughs> yep. And Walt turned in his grave. And um, then we went and saw the fireworks, which... They just stared at. Jillian just stared Thankfully at. Thankfully, she didn't cry or, you know, no, she No, it was she really good. It, you know? And then we did the Carousel Progress, and we were fucking exhausted. Because the hardest thing was getting our damn stroller on and off the pram. Yep. The tram. And it Bam, was hot. Um, and... It's just so much fucking work, and then it was, it was so busy and waiting for everybody... By Sunday, because we still had to go, like, grocery shopping on Sunday at BJ's, I thought I was getting fucking walking mono. That's not even a thing. Like I felt Walking like I, pneumonia is a thing. No, but I thought I was getting fucking walking mono. I thought, like, my nipples were going to throw up. <laughs> I don't think that happens when you have mono. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I wasn't pooping right, but that's neither here nor there. No <laughs> that has nothing to that. do with any weekend activity. I'm not even making things up. Like, <laughs> my nipples weren't going to throw up, but my butt wasn't right. Um, but your butt sure was. My butt ain't made for that. Um, so yeah, that's and then we had Jillian's doctor's appointment, yeah, and she got her shots, which was sad. Yeah, but she's hanging in there. She's yeah, doing good. We're doing good. So coming weekend, we were going to try. Well, I'm not even going to mention it. Um, we are still in the process of trying to see Guardians 2. Again, summer movie season is fast is, is upon us. Not even fast upon us. It's here. 
Um, and there's so much I want to see, and we don't have the ability to do so, but hopefully soon we will have the ability to do so in a very cool way. Um, but we'll discuss that when we get to it, because I, I feel like that could be a nice long conversation we can have to open up the show whenever that happens. Okay. Uh, but for now, I think it's time we stop beating around the bush. It's been about eight minutes. I think that we have another 50 that we can go <coughs> without talking not. about Absolutely not. Ernest Saves Christmas, the first... Ernest movie we will cover. Not the first Ernest movie there ever was. This is the second Ernest movie. Um, as your resident Ernest movie expert. Because mm. Rich Camelucci is not on this. Okay. Alright, that's just fair. Don't, just don't. That's fair. That's fair. Ernest Saves Christmas. Samantha, I drew it, so you read the package. Well, I can't uh, read underneath this <laughs> movie, movie gallery, gallery uh, sticker here, but I'm pretty sure it says a holiday comedy unlike any other. Ernest Saves Christmas. Um, delightful holiday comedy captured... I'm sorry. Delightful holiday comedy dot 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 captures the meaning and magic of the season. said Variety. Oh, that's good. That's a good review. They're a reputable place. High-flying reindeer. Mischievous elves. Warp-speed sleigh rides. Get set for a magical dose of holiday cheer, zany season's greetings, and spellbinding special effects in this fast-paced, heartwarming comedy hit. When Santa Claus decides to retire and pass on his magic bag of Christmas surprises to a new Saint Nick, he enlists the aid of a hilarious assortment of characters, including the lovable, including that lovable know-it-all, Ernest P. Worrell, Emmy Award-winning comedian Jim Varney. Along the way, Santa and Ernest help a cynical teen experience the season's spirit like never before. And that's where the fun and magic begins. Ernest Saves Christmas, one delightful, surprising tale you'll never forget. And every single one of those sentences has an exclamation point. <laughs> it's Ernest, of course it is. Like every single one. Alright. Look. <laughs> All my credibility is about to go through the window. I love fucking Ernest. I love him. It's, he is the dumbest character ever. And I mean that literally and figuratively. It's, it's crazy. So, Andrew Zangry put me on blast during the Ford Fairlane episode about how much I love the 80s mm-hmm. because they sucked and they were bad. And I, I stood up for the 80s. If he were here right now, there would be no way I could win that argument because of this. Because <laughs> Ernest is a fucking byproduct of the 80s. And I, lo- I, I love Ernest. I love fucking Alf. I love uh, the so Max Headroom. Like, mm-hmm. all these things, the, these characters that were just fucking drug-induced fucking fever dreams of loud, noisy excess of the 80s are great. We went over last week how many Ernest movies there are. Like, they wouldn't have kept making them if they weren't making money. Like, okay, well, er, hang, Ernest, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Ernest Goes hang to on, Camp on, was made for $3 million, and it made, like, $25 million. Well, how did it make $25 million? I don't think that that's because an accurate in, statement. In the, and you know what that would be like today? That'd probably be, like, $50, 60000000 million. I don't know what the inflation This movie be. was made for $6 million? Yeah. And it grossed $28 million. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? 80s, man. <laughs> 80s for fucking weird time. All right, so. Didn't people have drugs to do or something? 
computer games to play? They were all in the 70s. Now they were Nintendo. Nintendo, you know, by this point, Nintendo was already needing to come up with something else. Look, all right? Is it good? Absolutely not. I, I am going to make a, an argument that I think this is an okay movie. I really do. Of all the Ernest movies. I've never seen the Ernest movies. What? Well, exactly. <laughs> it's like she was having a bad dream. She is. She had a nightmare, Chris. Shh. Shh. No. We're only 11 minutes in. Go back to sleep. Hi, Jillian. You want to be on the podcast with Mommy and Daddy? Sure, he has been. So, where was I? What was I talking about? This being the best Ernest movie. Okay, got it. Um, look. All the rest of them, for the most part, are just pure, unadulterated schlock. And there's a lot of schlock in this. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. But as a Christmas movie and a holiday movie, I think you can't deny that it's just so genuine and sweet. It is very genuine. It is very sweet. It tells a simple but good story with a good message. It has legitimate funny moments. It has a couple good performances. <laughs> you can't deny me that. I what, can definitely we, deny that. We didn't get your expectation score. So we can just, you don't have to give your score right now. Did it, did it exceed expectations? Meet. I have actually seen this before. You've seen pieces. Like, if it's on television during the holiday piece. season, No, you I'll put it... It was on a few weeks ago. Right. You know, just, you know, a nice March showing of Ernest Saves Christmas. No, it was. You and know, I know we, it was. I'm, we I'm, discussed... And we discussed it because it takes place here in Orlando. It it's does. It's there Shut, and everything. Shout out. There's some down... Nothing looks the same. Nothing at all. The train station. And I told you that that downtown. fucking children's museum... It was actually the Orlando... Um, Science Museum. Science Museum. Right. But, uh... I mean, the time there was, like, a Cracker Barrel or something but no, it's it's the science museum. Um, yeah. So, look, there's a lot I want to discuss, and there's a lot to go into. It's you, unfortunately, were deprived of good entertainment when you were a child. Mm-hmm. Not a, not like Rich Camelucci and myself, who in college to make our friendship uh, whole, uh, tried to buy each other all the Ernest movies and all the Pauly Shore movies. Um, well, he wanted the Pauly Shore movies. I look. I have fucking morals. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you have standards. I was like, that's bullshit. It's the same thing. Um, so, um, and as we found out, I'm, I talked about it last week, I don't have Ernest Rides again. Uh, I consulted him. So you him. fail, Rich. You fucking fail. I consulted him on it. He doesn't have it either. Um, if you heard last week's podcast when we drew it and we called Rich and left him a voicemail, don't worry. He did text, Facebook, tweet, email, Am I missing anything? Uh, I haven't no, checked I the reviews. The I haven't checked the reviews. Um, oh, so you don't do anything. Um, he made sure to respond back to every single thing I mentioned. With the same fucking message. The exact same. And he on, also messages personally on, on, on Facebook. <laughs> on Twitter, it had to be like eight tweets. Um, but he said, kind of like we talked about back in Alien, because don't forget the Alien-Ernest correlation. Oh my god, there's an Alien versus Predator versus Ernest. Whoever wins, we all lose, but especially Ernest. <laughs> I can read what Richard, um, I have it. We'll read it. Actually, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and read it. He, he, we were trying to make the determination if we were going to watch all the Ernest movies together. And here is the expert's opinion. If the Ernest movies ever reference themselves, then obviously they take place in what would be dubbed the Ernest 
cinematic universe, henceforth referred to as the ECU. It pains me to admit that many years have passed since I've done a comprehensive rewatch of the complete library of Ernest P. Worrell. I feel like I have failed you as a film fan and more importantly, as a friend. You have, Rich. But still, the question remains to me answered. To be answered. Do the Ernest adventures occur in one continuous world? My answer in a word is simply no. So that's why we're only doing Ernest Saves Christmas today. And now, for the rest of this podcast history, you never know when other Ernest movies are going to pop up. Um, the one thing to kind of tackle, number one, that was the best uh, analysis that he's ever done for anything entertainment-wise, and he has his own, movie, uh, his own television podcast. Uh, number two... Characters kind of blend over beyond Ernest. Um, Bobby and oh, fuck, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Bobby and um, the in this they are the uh, <laughs> they are the bulk and skull of this of this uh, of this film. But they're the uh, they're the cargo holders. Bobby and Marty. Bobby and Marty. So I never remember the other guy's name. Um, they exist in several of the films. I think they're. I know they're in jail. I can't remember if they're in camp or not. Uh, I think one of them's in Stupid, um, and then later on, direct to DVD, like only one of them shows up. <laughs> it's like what is going on? Uh, anyway, roundabout way of getting to uh, your thoughts. Exactly. Ooh, ooh, sure. Her whole leg is. Yeah, because she just shoved her whole hand in her mouth. Oh, touch her leg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm. My thoughts? Mm-hmm. Can, come on, there had to have been some stuff that you liked. Can, can you not get my point in that, like, all right, so as a character, Ernest is flawed in so many different ways. Um, because, like, he's... He made my skin crawl every time he was on Why does... No! There is no one, I thought, I'm sorry, I thought there was no one in this world who was worse at impressions than you. What do you mean, little lady? You didn't like Jim Varney's John Wayne? Because how about my John Wayne? Because I'm John Wayne. You sound like, uh... What's this it? is John Wayne speaking. No. Yeah, you sound like him doing an impression of John Wayne. Uh, no, there's a distinct difference. See, there's a difference. How you doing? Jillian's not impressed. How you doing, little lady? I'm John Wayne. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Bye bye. But here's the difference. So he does John Wayne impressions dressed as Ernest. Let's not talk about the three fully developed characters he dresses up he was as. Fucking Medea before Medea. All right. So, fucking Medea before Tyler Perry. So, okay. So Ernest as a character. Look, 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 we have to take time on this. Okay. We have to make sure that this is, works. Who knows? The next time we're going to talk about Ernest. If I fucking draw it out the box, I swear to God, I will shit. In the box. Okay, deal. If you draw an Ernest movie out, you have to take a dump in the box and then redraw all the cards nope. and sift through the poop. <laughs> so, he is mentally handicapped. <laughs> Undoubtedly mentally handicapped. Um, he... 
like never does the right thing, but then somehow at the end always manages to like cobble it together to make everything like okay mm-hmm. or to save the day. But like giving a free ride to somebody and losing his job two days before Christmas and terrorizing this poor Vern. So do you know like the, the history of Vernus? You know, like no. so it started as just like a character in the like, oh, commercials. Right. Like basically you could like like buy like Jim Varney's time. <laughs> As Ernest, and they would be like uh, food, car dealerships, and stuff, and it became popular like regionally, and it grew and it grew and it grew. So there was a Hey Vern, it's Ernest television show for children. He's a children's character. It's a, it's a kids movie. Kids fuck like I was a kid fucking dug Ernest. Um, so You're much a thirty year old man, and you still dig Ernest because yeah. Um, that's what he won an Emmy for. He won like a daytime Emmy for being Ernest in Hey Vern, it's Ernest. So they took the character. And made it a movie, and it worked, ish, um, for <laughs> for several films. Um, but like, why didn't Vern kick him out the house? That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, after that, hey Vern, scene, it's Ernest. I couldn't think of anything else. It's such a bad in the movie. And it's shot the same way the commercials were. Like the guy's aggravated, and, like tries to kick him out. I think of the commercials, and he slams the door on him at first. But like, okay, so like he destroys the punch. Yeah. And he rips... Call the fucking police. Well, it's never like... like it's the, the the runaway uh, Harmony or whatever her name was like asking like, oh, how do you know? He's like, oh, he's a friend or like he's family. Like it's never shown like... I think he's supposed they to be like... They fucked. They didn't... Hey, she was underage. Not her. Ernest and Vern. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I think it, like, Ern, like Ernest... Like it's Uncle Vern. I think maybe like he's his nephew or something. I don't know. But again, if they fucked, it could have been... Who knows? But that's like we're we're dirtying up Ernest. Like I couldn't help it in the movie too. There's a couple times where like he looks at her. And I'm just like I'm like what a perv. He's Ernest. Did you see that guy's house? What a perv. What a perv, Jillian. Don't make Ernest. Don't ruin Ernest for her. She's gonna inherit the pole string <laughs> Ernest doll that yeah, my dad seems, has. She seems real excited about it. All right. So her. as a child, I got the pole string Ernest doll. It's the like, same thing as the Pee Wee Herman doll. It was fucking Ernest or any pole string doll for that matter. Uh, I don't have the hat anymore. Um, the hat is the whole part. Didn't still, you watch Toy Story 3? The, or Toy Story 2? That's the whole part. The, uh, the, the voice box is warped. Like, it doesn't speak or anything. I was going to get rid of it. I was going to get rid of it when I moved. Um, and my dad's like, no, don't get rid of it. I like it. My dad has this doll hanging up in his room in his house. <laughs> I don't think the man has ever seen an Ernest movie before. Ernest saves Christmas, but Hemingway wasn't even there when Jesus was born. That's what mom thinks Ernest saves Christmas. We were talking about... Your mother just smoked you. <laughs> oh, God, she can death grip me from afar. Um, we were talking about my dad. Would, that would make her, her like... Darth Vader. You're Darth correct. Vader. Darth Vader, that's like... Because <laughs> Vader meets father. It's the fucking... No, you know why? Because she still she thinks that Vader's still an active wrestler. Not too deep, too cheap a go. Too deep a cut. Fine. Mom doesn't remember that. You'd be surprised what she fucking remembers. So, my mom thinks that Breaking Bad and Walking Dead are the same. I said Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, right? <laughs> Breaking Bad. Um. My dad has the Ernest doll hanging on the wall. That's where we were left, it's so leaving it off. Creepy. It's creepy as fuck. It's so um, where were we before all that? 
we're, t- oh, we're talking about Ernest as a character. Okay. So he's a kid's character. and mm-hmm. But he's so irritating. What? No. Like he, but he's such a genuinely like good dude. Like he is. Like you can't deny. And Jim Varney, he's not going to be my MVP for this. He's not going to be. Uh, trust me. Jim Varney will get an MVP throughout the Ernest franchise. It's going <laughs> to happen. Um... I think that he is more subdued in this, if you can believe yeah, that. He's not going to get... I don't think he's going to get an MVP through the Ernest franchise. He may get an MVP for he, Toy Story. He is not going to beat... Bark. Bark, 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 bark. Yes, bark, bark, bark. I mean, that's um, the best word. But, uh, you know, he'll get one throughout the six Ernest movies we're going to have to watch. Oh, great. So that's um, how bad they're going to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I but, thought you were gonna like defend it. I'm like, oh god, but no. Well, no, but I will. Like, he's like a, a trained actor. He's not just like some fucking schlemiel that you know, like they're like Schlemazel. yeah, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated that they you know just picked up. Like, he's an actor. He's done like Shakespeare before. I would love. Rest in peace, dude. I, yeah, I'm sad. Like, what's happening with Jim Varney in the world? Only because it's a different slinky dog. But the other guy's fine. I'm sad we don't have any Ernest movies. The world could use some Ernest movies. I guess that's that. That's pretty. We good. need some more dumb fun, yeah, and like the later true. ones are so bad and they're so ridiculous. But like he's just so he's subdued in this because it's more of a Christmas movie. This why this is this is the most like mainstream. It kind of feels like almost yeah because like they're trying to make it just a regular Christmas movie and it does it gets played every year. Um... I still liked it. Is like I said, there's a lot not to like. Uh, was there anything that you liked? Um, some of the scenes. Some of the scenes were were, were good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the different. I, I guess point of view. Things like with the Vern. Um, you know how that came well, out was. Time to fuck it. Uh, time to fuck it. No, no, stop. 152 episodes of this podcast. You're gonna finally talk about point of view camera angles on Ernest Saves Christmas. It's the only redeeming thing. <laughs> I have other things to talk about with the other movies. I would love for you to break down uh, the mise en scène of Ernest Saves Christmas. I never took a film class in college. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, Guess what? Neither did John Cherry, the director. So John Cherry, he did. He's done all. He did all the Ernest movies. Why? It's just. I guess it's his passion project. Like, what would you John ask? John Cherry the Third. He can't go home to see his dad. <laughs> I think he did other stuff too, but I think they're all pretty bad. Um, okay, let's see. Director. Um, know what I mean? Hey, Vern, it's my family album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest Film Festival. Uh, there was an Ernest Film Festival, and I missed it? Yeah. God damn it, I'm, I'm so, so ashamed. Um, yeah. Film oh, director of the yeah. Ernest Film Before he went to camp, before he went to jail, before he saved Christmas, before he was scared stupid, before he went to Africa, and before he was in the army... Ernest P. Worrell hosted a variety of commercials, and a lot of them are here in this video. Oh, it's the, all of the commercials are together. Yeah. So it wasn't like a film festival. Yeah. Um, um, all right, so anyway. So would you have a question for John Cherry? No, this guy only did Ernest movies. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, 
Like, at some point, like, in these franchises, like, like somebody else takes over. He did all of them. So that's why, like, it was his thing. Like, he Like, there's no it. other details about him. Like, when was he born? What if it was just, like, what if it was a stage name and it was Jim Varney the whole time? Although I think he directed some stuff. No, when he, the last thing he directed, what if Jim Varney, holy shit, all right, everyone's listening, we need to start this rumor. John Cherry and Jim Varney are the same person. I don't see anything else that I'm doing. Do you have a picture? Him. No, no picture. John Cherry, director. We're, this is live right here on the podcast. We're going to figure this out. Um, that could have been Jim Varney. Nah, probably not. Damn it. But that could have just been a stock photo of fucking anybody. Yeah, we don't know who that is. Oh, he's a writer now, too? I see a bunch of different fucking looking people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, this guy. Oh, look how sad and old this guy is now. Life has fucked him up. He's 68. He was born in 1948. What year was... Uh... He's a sarcophagus. <laughs> John Cherry. Keeps getting them checks, John Cherry. Them earnest residual checks. Keep buying that sarcophagus. Oh, he also did a Laurel and Hardy film with the guy that was uh, the fat guy and Bronson Pinchot. I'm sure that was good. I'm sure that was really good. Um, now you're just, now you're just. Okay, let's get back to this one. Let's get back to this one. Being uh, a jerk. So you liked scenes, but you only mentioned camera angles. Let me tell you, I'll tell you what I liked. I liked how well it treats Christmas. This is a good Christmas movie. It's. Look, they're born in almost the same year. <laughs> all right, all right. Conspiracy theory aside. I like how it has a Christmas spirit. Again, it's so warm and genuine. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, what what would it not? Well, be? That agent was an asshole. Well, because that's the was... that's, that shows all of the Hollywood people were assholes. Yeah, they're assholes. All through, we're gonna get to we're gonna get we'll get more deeper when we get an MVP and MVP. I got some hot fucking takes on some of these fucking people. How hot? Um, so fucking hot. Um, but it treats Christmas so well. So the insanity of like a fifteen minute reindeer sleigh They're smorgasbord. The I don't know they happened. they left Earth. <laughs> they, were, they left Earth. Well, no, I'm not even talking about. I liked all that stuff too. I liked uh, Bobby and what was the guy's name? Bobby and Marty. Bobby and Marty. Like all their little cutaways. Although the fat guy was uh, overusing his eyes back and forth and his. Funny, high-pitched. Was that you trying to do the impression of his squeal? No, I don't know. Oh, I thought it was, because I'm like, my Chewbacca impression is off I'm sorry, do, let's do your Chewbacca? Only if you try to do his yell. I don't remember what it was. Oh, fine, I'll try to do both. Wait, why did I just sucker myself into that? <laughs> God damn it. All right, so my Chewbacca impression, of course, is... Oh! Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, what was it? No, you only get it once, motherfucker, all right? Uh... So, I have to get in the character. So, if I look back and forth, like, really crazy, and there's reindeer on the roof. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you sounded like muddly. I, I muddled myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, this high-pitched, like, pig laugh squeal. He did it, like, three times. <laughs> That's salacious crumb. <laughs> okay, do not, you're going to scare the baby. No, she likes it. Um... Don't jostle her around while you're doing it. Good lord. <coughs> it's going to get to the point where she's so small that she's going to be Slacious Crumb. You're going to be Jabba. No, but I didn't... <laughs> I didn't feel like... And that's I, it for 
<laughs> this podcast called Married with Movies because now it's going to be Divorce with Movies. No, you, you know what I... fucking asshole. You just called you... me Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> but I called... Because I she's salacious clum. Compared to her, she's tiny. She's 27 inches. Jabba the Hutt. You're not Jabba the Hutt, but she's like Salacious Crumb, so compare. Oh, I'm Jabba the Hutt. Is that better? Is yeah. that good? Okay, fine. Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Who would you rather honestly be? Would you rather be Bib Fortuna or would you rather be Jabba the Hutt? I would rather you get back to talking about Ernest. <laughs> yes, Christmas. it worked. Fuck you. Um, she's going to cry in just a second. Why? She ate all eight ounces. I know. She's still going to be hungry. Sit her up. No, she's not. She's fine. Yeah, she's full. She's good. She eats eight ounces quick. She's hungry. Um, what were we talking about before we got on this? Oh, so I like those scenes, like when they bring in the, the animal control people and they're trying to read Helper Elms Elves. Or it's M V. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that, all, I liked that. I liked all those. That, that was probably my favorite. They those, were, these scenes were my favorite. The, those good quick cutaways, and those guys yeah. are funny together. And even when Ernest shows Thank up, um, I forgot the elves come in so late. I thought the elves are like a bigger part of it. Um... Stuff I didn't like. Harmony can go fuck herself. Uh, or, not... or fuck Ernest. Man, come on! Um, again, I think the story treated it well. You know, like, runaway kid. But, like, why is she... A lot of this doesn't make sense, either. Go figure. It's Ernest movie. But, like, so you just skipped out on a build downtown, and this taxi almost hit you, and you just, like, get into his car... And now, like, you're just going to hang out with him <laughs> for yeah, the like, weekend? Yeah, you don't know this fucking guy. You're just going to hang out with him for the weekend and, you know, and, like, sleep on his couch? And I'm, I guess, like, or she's... Bed. Come on! Ernest is a saint! Um, no, but seriously, like, in all these movies, he always has, like, a love interest except this one, and, like, he still doesn't get any. <laughs> it's kind of sad. It's always like, oh, oh... Oh, you sweet thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's basically what it's always left as. Um, but, you know, and it does a good job of, like, you know, she steals Santa's magic sack and then, you know, goes, you know, and, like, the train station with that fucking shitty kid and somehow the shittier kid, even though that girl was the nice one. If that's Santa's sack, why do you have it? Why do you have Santa's sack? Weird looking bitch. <laughs> Not you, Jill. Not you, Jill. You're adorable. Um, she's like, yeah, and then she's like, But again, like, they treated the story well. I just, I felt like it was tacked on. Like, it was a note. Like, hey, we need another character here, you know? Yeah. Um, so I didn't like that stuff. Uh, we, did, we haven't discussed Ernest's characters yet. So as a child, like, you don't think, okay, so this guy's got the IQ of a plum. And you see his house, but like, let's break down everything he has to have to pull these characters off. Make so the up. first, the first character, <laughs> fuck, all right, that'll give you. Ernest probably in some kinky shit. <laughs> um, number one, he portrays like the governor's like assistant or something, yeah, and his daughter. So all of a sudden, this guy Please. can be debonair Please. and do whatever and break a man out of prison. And then not 15 minutes later, in, like, the reality of the film, two minutes later, from screen time, he's an old fat woman with a neck brace going in, and this, this assistant, who undoubtedly was fired, undoubtedly. Just, was able to, like, convince them that he was this grandmother, which is my favorite of the of, 
the character. See, here's the thing. Like, I'm shitting on this. Like, in the reality of, like, this dolt is able to be a master of disguise and be an old woman, a governor's assistant, and a snake wrangler in the span of an hour. <laughs> yeah, but pretty good. But all three of them made me laugh. Just shows you how stupid the people of Orlando are. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Especially 30 years ago. I thought that was going to go towards me, but he just went to Orlando in general, so I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no, like, we're not from here. We just he, live here. He has a lie when he's the old woman. He's like, I had two sons, and wouldn't you know it, the good one dies. Like, there's funny stuff yeah. in each one. I like that character. It's so... You can't suspend your disbelief for that in a movie where he's driving reindeer out of planet Earth. Um, mind you, this movie still fucks up uh, the reindeer and thinks that one of them's name is Donder when Donder. it's Donner. Donder. Obviously named after Lethal Weapon director Richard Donner. Um, Donder. Uh, Donder. Slippy. Um, <laughs> and then he's the snake wrangler. So he's had access to a walker, neck braces, uh... A snake hat. Um, What's a snake hat? I don't, the hat he was wearing when he was a snake wrangler. Oh my god. Maracas. Um, was that the same car he was driving the whole time, or did he, like, he steal that truck? I think he stole the truck. I can't even remember. Um, and, like, he gets away with all of that. Like, that's what... He should, like, be, like, a... a uh, he should summon people. Like, he should... Um, oh, he should, he should work at, at delivering subpoenas? Yeah, subpoenas! He'd be great. He'd be great at delivering subpoenas. Not in not being I think this is the only movie where he's not a janitor. <laughs> Honestly. I think he's a janitor like in everything else. Cause we'd even forget how he offended the entire country of Japan by running over their suitcase and then they're chasing after him in the Orlando International Airport yeah. with like umbrellas and stuff as he's trying to get this guy into his plane. I, the I, guy I, fell out of a moving vehicle twice that he was driving. Like the movie is batshit. Batshit. But I just, I, I, it gets my heart. So you're batshit. I am batshit. Do, do, do you see any direction I'm coming from? No, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Do you have anything like this that, like, yeah. you still ride or die from a childhood aspect? Ooh, um. That, like, now you'd probably watch it and, like, because we've watched stuff a lot on this podcast that, like, has, like, just fucking straight sucked. Um. But is there anything that you feel like, like, you just don't, wouldn't even care? Oh, um, I don't know. I'd have to think of it. Um, I'd have to think of it. Uh. Hi. Yeah. Nothing you think of the top Not of your that head. I could think of okay. off the top of my head. Okay. Um, you'll think of it. I'm sure there's plenty. <gasps> Fuck you. I just spilled water over here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give her a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. She's going to slobber into my water. That's okay. <laughs> she it? smiled at the aspect. Ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast, Jillian's first sip of water. Hey, baby. Maybe I should do this from like a sippy cup or something. <laughs> I know, it doesn't have any taste. You like it? <laughs> She's like, that's nothing. I just did nothing. She wants... Get a little, like, a... Uh, no, it's fine. I just... It's sippy just... cup. I just poured it all over her. 
Jilly. Ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast, Jillian just had her first sip of water. Yay, Jillian! She's, unam- she's unamused. She's unimpressed. She's like, where's my milk? Milk. Um, she's so cute. Before we get into MVP and LVP, is there anything that we've, we've missed? Um, I mean, we haven't, we've touched, we haven't touched on a couple certain things, so we're going to get them in the MVP and LVP. Um, no, I don't want to like start talking about probably that. Okay, so let's just get into it then. Uh, MVP and LVP. Uh... Let's go ahead and do... Which one do you want to do first? Doesn't matter. Let's do MVP, because I think that's the most we haven't discussed. So, I have two. I have one I really want to go with. Um, like we already discussed, the Ernest movies wouldn't be the Ernest movies without Jim Varney. Right. He's his own brand of lunacy. Um, he is... You can't deny the straight charisma of Jim Varney. Right, yeah. But in this case, I have two people that I feel are better. Because the the true heart and soul of the movie is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. This might be blasphemy. This is one of my favorite Santa Claus portrayals in any movie ever. Fucking... That's bullshit. What? <laughs> Name me a better Santa Claus in a movie. Tim Allen. Oh. He's the Santa Claus. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> I was waiting it to see if you would say it. What? There's an E on the end of that. <laughs> he is... Uh, well, you don't want to talk about genuine warmth and, like... I mean, a little creepy. He's not creepy at all. He's, like, 150 years old. Well, the actor. Not even... Not even the character. He's sweet because he's getting old and he's forgetting, so he has to write it down in his book. And that's not how he's... it should be done. That actually was... And that's that not good. how it should be done. And... I just said that. I'm just reiterating. Um, and he just wants... he The way he tries to reach people, like he tries to reach the girl, he tries to reach Joe. Um, the guy that plays Joe Carruthers, again, same... I get what you're saying. We're just old, shitty, gross adults that like... I mean, think he's definitely a pedophile though. He's not. We, how many episodes of Law and Order have you watched? How many Too episodes? fucking many that how have jaded episodes? us into thinking that a guy that just well, wants to what? teach kids please and thank you, you know doesn't what? want to teach him about fucking butthole pleasures. Uh-huh. You know, people accuse Olivia Benson of that as well. Being too warped by her job. See, she, and she, she is. She's seen some shit and over she the is. years. And she is. She's a good mother. You know, I'm sure Lee Benson has probably punched a fucking waiter for giving her shitty little adopted kid a fucking that's, extra toy at Olive Garden. because she, They don't give toys at Olive Garden. The balloon guy. You know how like every now and then restaurants like bring in... Oh, <laughs> she's scratching me. Good, yeah, exactly. Joe Carruthers is an angel. <laughs> Those three little words, please and thank you. That's all he was trying to say. Um, I thought he was really genuine and nice and sweet and he did was. a good job as well. But my MVP would be Santa Claus. Um, I- I'm fine if you want to go. The guy that played Joe as well. But I liked all their scenes together. I like I liked all their scenes. I I loved when Santa Claus is first arriving in Orlando and he's talking to that businessman and just like kind of going yeah. over like his life and like like 
you know, thinly veiled comments about what right. he does. And at right. the end, like, it snows. Um, I liked, you know, this Joe guy trying to fix his career um, or, like, come up with a career but, like, standing up for himself and, like, what he believes in and being nice to this old man. I liked all that stuff. Because, yeah. again, like, you couldn't, like, it's a kid's movie and they could have e- very easily had, like, shitty people. But they didn't go that route. Santa Claus was just nice. Now, you want to talk about s- some action, though. Santa Claus and that old lady at the hmm. end that works at the, the children's hospital. Yeah, they got it on. Oh, they're going to get the nasty going. You know, Santa Claus... You know, in this in this canon, there ain't no Mrs. Claus. He's been this old man up in the North Pole by himself. Also, what person was named Seth in like the eighteen fifties? His real name was like Seth. I don't know. I don't know how. Tell us the the the, the history of the name Seth, if you're listening. Um, uh, tweet us uh, at Mary W. Movies hashtag the history of Seth. <laughs> Scott band name. <laughs> hashtag the history of Seth, but not the just the history of Seth. Yeah. Um, so, are you fine going with Douglas Seal, yeah. uh, Santa Claus? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to congratulate Douglas Seal for, you may not even realize this, he is going to join a very, very short list on the podcast of MVP and LVPs. I believe he's joining a list that is Dom DeLuise uh-huh. and who else? <laughs> Dom DeLuise and Pierce Brosnan. Um, oh, speaking of, Pierce Brosnan being the LVP... Mamma Mia 2 is coming out, and I'm so excited the original cast is returning. Can't oh. wait to get that under the Christmas tree. My chest just started having, like, Shut palpitations. Up. I'm not even kidding. That was time. I just I heard Pierce Brosnan's voice. Uh, so, Douglas Seal. Um, of course, Dom DeLuise was the MVP in Happily Ever After, the LVP in Oliver and Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, the MVP in Mars Attacks, the LVP in... Uh, Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Douglas Seal, the MVP in Ernest Saves Christmas. Do you know what he was the LVP in? No. Aladdin. He is Aladdin's dad. Aladdin. <laughs> Jasmine's dad. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was Iago's backup. No. I'm not, she's trying to fall asleep. I'm not going to torture the poor girl with my Iago impression. I did that too much at Disney. I'm Yago. Oh, so you're going to torture her with just... I'm Yago. She's not even taking any notice. No, because I'm not doing it. I'm Yago. Zizi told you. <laughs> She's wide awake now. Um, so, yeah. So, he was the other uh, sultan in Aladdin. You can And you can hear it in his voice. Like, it's very obviously the same I was wondering, person. like... Yeah. I was like, I feel like I know this this character, if you will. Yeah. But he's, again, I'm serious. He's, like, one of the best Santas I've ever seen in a movie. Like, okay. Miracle on 34th Street, absolutely. Um, Ed Asner, you know. I like him as Santa. Yeah. He, he does a really good Santa. Uh, so does Billy Bob Thornton when he's bad Santa. But he's a bad Santa. How can he be a good Santa? Um, I don't know. He has a little, a little midget with him. Tony Cox, who played Hooter, Captain EO, tying it back in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Oliver Clark, I think, is the guy that plays Joe yeah. Carruthers. Yeah. I, he would be my strong runner-up for that. Again, we talked about how Ernest is good. Um, that's probably about it. Uh, oh, we talked about uh, Marty and Bobby. You know, those characters are... Um, are funny, but they don't do enough to warrant an MVP or an LVP. Yeah, yeah. One barely talks. One, I think, says nothing but letters. 
<laughs> the weird, like, uh, gummy, the, uh, the sling blade uh, looking guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great visual impression on uh, a podcast. You got uh, to do bug eyes, though, at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Please, let's wrap this up so I can go to sleep. Fuck, that's never going to be as funny to anybody else because that was great. Can you please for me just do that Can again? Do what? No, God, just do it at the end. Just let me let me forget about it. Um, that was so fucking good. Uh, all right, who else? That fucking old receptionist lady. It was sweet, whatever. Um, LVP. Uh, I went into it. There's a all right, there's a lot. So you're going to get this with Ernest. You're going to get you know, the parts of the movie that are bad, sure, because they're absolutely unrealistic and crazy and asinine, mm-hmm. but also they're highlighted by, like, just really over-the-top bad performances. There's a lot. Right. There's a lot. Probably one of the worst things about this movie. Um, if there was more that was sweet and rooted in reality, and again, I think it's the counterbalance, like, how nice some of the people are to show you, like, how bad people are in the world, but even still, like, the elves... Like, the elves just annoyed me and pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Were those elves men or women, by the way? Both. Wait. <laughs> Wait. They're hermaphrodite. <laughs> you Do need to go to bed. Um, That's a discussion for another podcast. Hey, Caitlyn Jenner, go fuck yourself. The elves from Ernest Saves Christmas were ahead of the game. Oh, I thought, I mean, could she? Could she what? Fuck herself. What? You need to go to bed. <laughs> we need to wrap this up quick. You are deteriorating quickly. Jillian might be a better partner right now than you. Uh, they're just too... Oh, what do you have to add? Too annoying and over the top. Um, and, like, the one... Like, there's the one... Uh, I feel like the one that's definitely more so a dude, um, which is, like, way too mean to Ernest. Like, come on. He's trying his best. Sure. Are you in orbit? Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? He's trying to save the day. Should he have listened when you said, hey, don't run over those spikes? And he ran over those spikes? Absolutely. But, you know, he doesn't know any better. He's earnest. Um, so they were bad. Uh, I went in thinking that Harmony was going to probably be the LVP. Yeah, I didn't I, like her. I didn't like her either. I remember her being very, like, oh, come on. Like, fucking grown-up punky Brewster. Um, but, you know, she wasn't... Um, two, two. She had a couple, like, when she got, like, emotional and, like, a little more serious, that, that got her through everything else. Uh, so I have, it's, I have it narrowed down to, I think, three, then? Or is it just two? Uh, the agent. I hate that agent, man. Also because of his crooked fucking eye. Nothing drives me crazier than, don't do that. Nothing, do what? Your crooked eye, because Jillian's going to see and she's going to try to do it, and then she's going to be stuck that way. My mom uh, already thinks her eye's turning in. And it's also his was the other way anyway. Can you do it the other way? No, you're just looking that direction. What do you mean that, I didn't That's do the it. fat guy. That's how you do the Bobby impression is you do your eyes back and forth. Quick. Do it quick. I think they speed it up. I don't think anybody can do that. Okay, now you're freaking me out. Um, the agent. I hate... This is fucking what? really shallow and, uh, and offensive. Hey, remember when you came back from uh, from Brazil and we tried to convince everyone that you got I kicked back? I never by... went to Brazil. Uh, Spain, sorry. We went to Spain. I never went to and Brazil. And you came back and you tried to convince everyone you got kicked by a horse. <laughs> and you're, you got like, like a, a crooked eye for like five seconds and you're like, I can't hold it anymore. And I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be a funny joke. Uh, I hate when like 
people are in movies and they have like a fucking crooked eye and it's like look if you want the job like get that shit fixed <laughs> you're bothering me oh my god that's so <laughs> so I can't enjoy any Forrest Whitaker films um that's not why well no because he's a good actor um shout out to J.C. Carias this podcast is dedicated to J.C. Carias just because it sounds like it would be the case and also once in a short film that he made I, I had the exclamation of Bless Forrest you. Whitaker's crooked eye. Nice distance Bless on you. sneezing that pacifier, Adjilin. Um But he was just so, like, I think when he pulls up at the, the children's hospital, like, he throws, like, the fucking uh, Salvation Army guy the keys. He's like, hey, park that former baby. Come on. And he's just a... I get it. It's a kid's movie, late 80s villain role. It sucks. It fucking, yeah, it fucking sucks. Um, and he does a, such a terrible job at it. The other one would be another, like, Hollywood guy. He wasn't the director, but I feel like was he was the, the, other guy? the producer. What a cock! Because, <laughs> like, they're, uh, I think you were, like, starting to doze off in this scene. Like, what? When, I was starting to go to sleep? I know, right? Uh, so, like, Joe's here, he signed a contract, and he's like, you know, this is gonna be great, Joe. Uh, these kind of movies always yield sequels. Santa's sleigh, you get it? Um, two, three, four, five. Okay, this could be great talk, for you. Let's talk about that for a sec. Hmm. Since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Santa's sleigh, but it's S L A Y. And how upset Santa Claus got mm-hmm. is really, I think, a little over the top. No, I mean. Yes. If the guy didn't say, like, terrorizing children, I, I don't think Santa... Santa doesn't get out much. Santa doesn't know the concept of movies. Sure, does he probably deliver movies as presents? Probably. Okay. But it's neither here nor there. Also, like, that fucking alien. That was just a bootleg creature from the Black Lagoon costume they found. I know. Um, but then he's like, hey, is there something we can do about the violence and the costume? And the guy's like, this guy, Prima Donna, you'll never work in this town again. And it's like... Cockback. Yeah, who the your, fuck your show is got that? your show got canceled. And I have a tiny dick, so I have to be mean to everybody. Oh my god! It's like fuck that guy. Um, they would be my two. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Um, um, they're both pretty. They're both pretty crappy. Um, let me see if there's anybody else I'm thinking of. Um, I thought there was a third. Uh, no. I mean, I think it was gonna be. Um, Noel Parker. Um, the girl that played Harmony, the, um, the, uh, the runaway. Um, uh, immigration agent? What was that immigration agent? Oh, um, when Santa Claus is coming in and he has to Oh, Skippy. Pack. Skippy. Skippy, and I, I thought that was, uh, interesting scene. When the guy's Santa Claus and then he looks at all the other <laughs> fucking weirdos. Weirdos and rejects coming into Orlando. And he's like, whatever. Yeah, and lots of men. Yeah, all to go, all to I go to Disney World funny. probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would go with one of those two. Uh, I'm gonna go with the guy that played Marty Brock, just because of his fucking eye, and... That's so mean. And also, like, it was just too... He was just too much. He just wasn't very good. The other guy ended up really only having, like, one scene, and, like, it's not enough. But I'm gonna go with this guy instead. Okay. Uh, Robert Lesser, um, he's worked... His, he's he's very very well known in the Santa Barbara theater community. Oh wow! And it lists all these famous people he's worked with um, from the Santa Barbara theater community. No, like Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But like uh, that means like he probably served one of them fucking coffee once. Yeah, exactly. And then in 2011, two creams, two the Hollywood Reporter published an open letter from Robert Lesser to the IMDb 
uh, website after they repeatedly refused to correct his birth date. Oh, wow. Fuck this guy. Fuck him. Robert Lesser, LVP of Ernest Saves Christmas. That is that is a an offense that should be punishable by death. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, that escalated quickly. It did. Anything else? Again, I, I feel like we did a poor job here today. No, I don't think so. You've been falling asleep for 15 minutes. Jillian interrupted the proceedings. We needed to take this care of this with more tender loving care. And you know what? That just means that we're going to have to tackle Ernest sooner and later. I'm going to Oh no. I'm going to nominate him two movies very soon for Ernest. What? I was going to uh, wait to see how long you were asleep while Chris, I stood and looked I'm at so, you. I'm so, sorry. I've been I up the last two nights with the baby. I know you have. And we are so close to being done. So can you... Check this up. Yeah, can you try to sit up and... It's been an hour? Well, because of her, it's been an hour. Oh, um, she is. You also have to do the dishes still, too. God damn it. You said you're doing the dishes. I need to take a little cat nap. You're not going to wake up, so no. I will. I promise I'll wake up. I have been waking up. It's fine for my cat naps to um, so what else about this movie? No, we're done. Um, I already said we were done. <laughs> we were done. Oh, okay. It's time to score it. Oh. Uh, I drew it so I get to go first. This is really difficult. Uh-huh. How do you rate gold? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. With gold. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to, like, write an earnest movie because I'm going to be jaded because this is a rare case where I see the positive still from when I was a child to when I'm an adult. I see them. I feel. I feel like these. They do cater a little bit to adults, and there's enough like tongue-in-cheek humor and like slapstick to enjoy things. Uh, I think it's a good Christmas movie. I think it's yeah. a good kids movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's still an earnest movie. So I'm gonna go with a five, right in the middle, and also ensuring that it's safe from destruction, depending on whatever your score was gonna be. Um. I don't think I can give an earnest movie anything better than a five, just out of general principle. What is your score? Um, a three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. I agree with everything you said, but then, just on top of it, just to get like a... Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, Lord, I just had a stroke. <laughs> This is widowed with movies now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is the descent into the life of a parent that has a child that just refuses to sleep for the past two days. Um, who's currently sleeping on her. And that's the only way she'll sleep. Yep, and this is prime opportunity for Samantha to be sleeping, but instead I'm forcing her to sit on the couch and discuss Jim Varney's best work. And we didn't even give him the LVP. Help. The MVP. Um, my score. You already gave it. <laughs> <laughs> you already gave it. So it's a 4.25 average for Ernest. And what were you asking me? Why was, it's Christmas. Why was I still talking? I think you were explaining why you gave the score. Oh, yeah. It's got, it had a uh, scene. And, and then you start speaking in fucking tongues. Like, I think I do literally, like, you've ever seen, uh, I hate referencing Borat, or, like, any televangelist, when, like, they put their hand on somebody's head and, like, <laughs> like cleanse their soul, and it's like, <laughs> you literally did that. You turned into Farmer Fran from The Waterboy, voiced by Blake Clark, who plays Jim Varney as Slinky Dog in the Toy Story movies. 
did it again. I'm killing it with the segues. Let's go in this box and draw another Ernest movie, huh? Uh, you get to draw it. Do you want me to just? Do you want to do two in a row? I don't trust you to draw no, a card I'm out draw of this. It. I'm gonna draw it. I don't trust you to draw a card out of this box. I'm gonna put the box in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it would fit. Um, what are you looking for here? Just give me the thing. I don't know. I what? Just take one off at what the top. Are, what are movies? You you mix this up terribly. Did I? No, look how uneven this thing is. I There's don't cards. Know. I this was, fucking. I was falling asleep before the. This movie. fucking box looks like Jules' mouth. <laughs> oh, I have more. I have multiples. I want you should be one. able to read. I, all right, so new rule. Let's make a new rule right here on the podcast. If you accidentally draw more than one card, you have to read them both, and the other person gets to pick. Okay. What are the two cards you have there? Dodgeball. Okay. And Donjon. Oh fuck! Damn it! I was hoping this was gonna be really easy. Um, damn. These aren't mixed up well at all because <laughs> they're very alphabetical. Uh, let's go. I'm trying to see what we have on the slate. Oh, fuck. Let's go with dodgeball. Okay, I was going to say that. Dodgeball is easier to watch and we need, we need those right now to like kind of get back up. Trust me, I want to watch Don John. There's a lot of fucking naked women in dodgeball. Look at uh, dodgeball and Don, Don John. You gave me your stroke. <laughs> <laughs> There's cards flying everywhere. You have uh, again. I like to apologize to the ghost of Jim Varney for really not coming through today in the clutch when we needed to. But don't worry, he will be back before you know it. I'm gonna go through on my next day off and just write a thousand <laughs> scared stupid cards. Um, dodgeball, coming up very, very soon. Probably your next episode, because, uh, we want to make sure that we have time and a concerted effort to watch fucking Blade Runner. Yeah, um, we'll get we'll we're get not to falling asleep. We have to watch it at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. We'll get to it before October. After I have my three, cup of, three cups of coffee. Yes. Um, three cups of coffee. <laughs> you tried to make a joke to say it wrong, and you somehow said it worse. <laughs> For mullet. No, we didn't do the plugs. Oh. I'd like to apologize if you're a fan of Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, which you can find on arcadeaudio.net. I like to apologize to Rich Camalucci, who normally has to uh, steer me in a certain direction during our drunk history podcast. I now know what it's like. I'd also like to apologize to Tope from RJ Hates Rap, also on the Arcade Audio Network of Podcasts, for having to steer RJ just from him being a fucking freakazoid Did every you week. you just compare me to RJ? Yes. But look at this way. You, sleep-deprived, raising a child, is equal to RJ living his day-to-day life. So, there's that. If RJ had a baby, it would already be dead. Thank you for listening. This has been RJ Hates Rap. You didn't even do the plug. Uh, you skipped them. I'm doing them now. Good oh. God. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, go back and listen to any episode before November. We don't have a baby. We knew what we were doing. Eh. Um. <laughs> thank you for Look, listening. Tweet us. Thank you. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, check us out on ArcadeAudio.net, like we just said, along with all of the other wonderful podcasts. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, the Apple Podcast app, also Stitcher, Google Play, leave us a review, helps us out a lot, give us five stars, and um, we'll read on the podcast. Subscribe, get your podcast automatically every single week. You can support the show, patreon.com slash arcade audio, 
for um, all kinds of bonus content and fun mm-hmm. stuff. And it helps uh, the Arcade Audio family out, especially mm-hmm. this podcast, so very much. Hit us up on social media at pop at nope at Mary W Movies on Twitter, on Facebook, and email marywmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, let us know if you have any tips on how to help sleep deprivation while raising a child. Yes. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> wonderful ad. Yes, and. Bringing it back, segueing for Mullet. I hate you so much. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married in Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm so, so sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. Oh, Christmas tree. 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 Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.